Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. A short drive north of downtown Knoxville is a neighborhood called Happy Holler that for a long time was a little bit forgotten about. There were a lot of businesses between downtown and Happy Holler that got a lot of attention, but now it seems like it has become a really happening place, especially for locals as new businesses have come in and there just seems like there's a new energy in Happy Holler in recent months. And so we're going to talk about exactly why that is and where this neighborhood could be going and some of the businesses that have put Happy Holler on the map. And joining me today on the Scruffy Stuff podcast is Keenan Thomas once again. Hello. And Brenda McDermott. Hello. And I am Ryan Willis, downtown growth and development reporter at Knox News. The growth and development team is here in the house, and we're going to kick things off talking about just what we have noticed recently about Happy Holler. And so, Brenna, I know you spend some time at Central Flats and Taps. I Really, that's the most I ever really went down to Happy Holler for was just to go get me a nice wrap or, or a nice cocktail. What is your impressions of Happy Holler, and what were your impressions then versus now? Well, I think more than ever... Happy Holler is feeling like the local hangout in the downtown Knoxville area. You and I were talking recently that Central Flats and Taps is one of the few places you can walk into without a reservation on a Friday night and feel like you can get a table right away, if not in a reasonable amount of time. So it's just feeling increasingly like downtown Knoxville. There are things I love about it, always will, but... I think some of those um, smaller pocket neighborhoods around downtown proper are feeling more like they're for us now. And I think Flats and Taps has been that for a while. I feel like that's been sort of a local place, especially with some of their drink specials and happy hour deals. I mean, you, they have nightly specials from 7 o'clock until close. It includes you know $5 off cocktails on Mondays, 25% off bottles of wine on Tuesdays, dollars off beers on Wednesdays, dollar off whiskeys on Thursdays. And it just seems, and all day, every day, $3 mimosas, PBRs, and high lifes. I mean, the drink specials, especially when you think about the prices in an urban area so close to downtown, they really can't be beat. But now we're seeing Central Flats and Taps doesn't have uh, the monopoly down there because for a long time it did for a place to sit down, grab a bite to eat, and uh, grab a drink. There's some new businesses that are moving into the neighborhood, including uh, Zero Zero Wine Bar, which Keenan, I know you wrote about. So I covered them as they were first announced and then when they opened and then I have actually popped in a couple times since then it's got just a really nice vibe I walked in right after a movie sat at the bar I already was able to like be friendly with the bartenders and the people around me had a really great glass of wine that I no idea what it was i couldn't tell you but did they tell just, you that no I mean, yeah, yeah it's written out on the board they tell you like here's the notes here's how much it is and i was able to be like oh that sounds good let me try that and then just have like this new little experience in central and it was uh 
a lovely time. I spent way too long there that night. <laughs> well, you mentioned you went and saw a movie, and last week we talked about movie theaters, and Central Cinema is one of the ones that we highlighted. And I think that's what's making Happy Holler such a unique place is how much you could get done and one night there you can go see a movie you can go have a glass of wine you can go have dinner over at central flats and taps and when it's all said and done you can wind down at even more bars that have opened up recently i'm going to go ahead and say not the biggest fan of the name of this business uh because it's super misleading in my opinion there's evape tavern uh that has opened up uh pretty much right next to zero zero wine bar that's a cool spot if you go inside there if you know to go inside there and that there's a bar in there hopefully you do know because you read my story over at knox news but it's a pirate theme bar and so you can go have wine you can go get a themed experience and so it really especially if they're playing pirates of the caribbean at central cinema even better you can get have a whole pirate night Uh, i'm stretching a little bit here it's interesting to see the blend of people that are in that neighborhood too which is something else i think makes it cool because there are these different types of concepts you're getting different types of people over there and like you said brenna it seems like a lot of them are local i think when you take the real estate into perspective too i mean the cost of buying a building in downtown knoxville or even an empty lot as we've seen is you know four million dollars five million dollars crazy amount of money that only really established developers are going to be able to invest in but i think you're going to see a lot of redevelopment in happy holler and you're going to see a lot of truly small local businesses continue to open up in that area because it's cheaper. The rents are cheaper. The cost of real estate is cheaper. So I'm excited to see what kind of innovation comes in terms of new businesses and and new entrepreneurs bringing new energy to what downtown Knoxville has to offer. Right. And we've been hearing about some apartment complexes and I've reported on them, including some apartments coming over at the uh, former Broadway church uh, recreational building, I believe it's the Pollard building. And that's not in happy holler. That's in kind of near the intersection of central and Broadway, but it's close enough, right. And, and to where the increase in the number of residents over there is going to increase the need for services. And I'm sure some of that's going to spill over into happy holler. And you talked about the, the price of real estate. There's a building at 1201 North central street it used to be an antique furniture shop that is on its way to becoming some apartments on the upper level. So there are going to be residents in happy holler. Um, not that there aren't already, but there's some new spaces coming and on the ground level, uh, the plan is calling for, uh, pretty much a second version of downtown wine and spirits on gauge streets. So the same people are opening up a wine shop there, which does signal to me that, you know, that seems like a thing that's to accommodate residents, right? I mean, your, your local neighborhood liquor store and, I was looking up the price of that building. Four hundred thousand dollars is what the is what the current owner paid for it, and is planning to invest, including that price, one point seven million, into renovating this. Uh, you cannot find a four hundred thousand dollar parking space downtown, and so yeah, I mean, people are going to develop where uh, there are less barriers, and there are certainly less barriers in Happy Holler as the neighborhood is starting to enter a uh, a new era. I was trying to come up with sort of the theme of happy holler in my mind you know each neighborhood has its own personality i think happy holler is this really cool intersection of what's new and what's vintage literally in many cases because we have so many great vintage and thrift stores in that area but also these new uh amenities like zero zero which um you know a natural wine bar that's a completely new idea 
here in Knoxville anyway. Um, and sort of this little wine hub is establishing in Happy Holler, which is great too. I mean, obviously there's a lot of beer around Happy Holler and always will be, but yeah, I love the idea of it being an intersection of what's old and new. And there, then there's the Oak Room by a Bridge, which I mean, I think fits with, it is beer, right? But it's a little bit more elevated take on beer. It's a little bit of a fancier environment. You're paying for those um, expensive barrel-aged drinks. And so, yeah, I mean, it's becoming a place for uh, fancy drinks and culture, too. Like, in addition to wine, you have a fancy place to sit down and have a beer, as opposed to uh, why not across the street, which I'll talk about here in a minute. Just going to add on to what Brenna was saying, too. I think, like, in my mind, I see Happy Holler as this very alternative space in Knoxville. Because you have natural wine there, which is a little bit around, but not. There's nothing really central, haha, for natural wine in Knoxville. But then you also have Three Rivers Market, where it's like this locally sourced, more organic grocery store, mixed with Central Cinema being this little indie theater that plays off the wall movies along with new releases, uh, and then one of the only. Uh, queer spaces uh, for a late night in Knoxville with Club XYZ. So it's a very like alternative space where people can go and like get secondhand clothing at a vintage store, go get locally sourced food, and then have like a night out that you can't really have anywhere else in Knoxville. The queer spaces point that you mentioned is so important because if you think about what other spaces there are in the city, there's not many left. One of them is Core on Kingston Pike. It's You go there to visit, and then what do you do? It's really cool to see people you know, go, that are going to XYZ maybe later in the night, going to grab dinner somewhere or going to grab drinks and having not just a space that they can go to, but um, XYZ has been there for a long time and seems like a very welcoming neighborhood too. It, it's nice to have, you know, not just a space, but an entire neighborhood where people can feel comfortable. Plus pretty much everything there is um, affirming, I believe. Uh, I talked to Zero Zero about that when they were opening up and they were like, oh yeah, no, we want to be their neighbors. But like Central Cinema does a lot with them. I want to say some of the other businesses too. I would never ever wish a business to close. And I had the opportunity to be able to tell the story of Time Warp Tea Room uh, leaving Happy Hollow. I'd been there for a long time. It was like a time warp. It was like an old biker retro kind of space. Uh, and it was beloved by the community. But it did shut down early, and it didn't bring much life to Happy Holler. And I know a lot of people miss it. And I think a lot of people were skeptical to hear that there was an e-vape lounge going in. Now, it turned out that it was a pirate bar. It's more than just a lounge. And that there was you know, a wine bar coming in. But those businesses replacing Time Warp, I mean, that's just the evolution of a neighborhood like this, have added new energy to the neighborhood. Um, even though a classic went away, now you have places that are staying open a lot later and um, you know that all people feel uh, comfortable visiting as opposed to just a select group of people who are bikers or in, the, or in this um, you know, Time Warp vintage motorcycle club. And Zero Zero worked with uh, the owner of Time Warp to get some of the materials that they have there, uh, the barback at zero zero is from time warp they just like moved it a little over <laughs> oh wow i didn't realize that i think if you ask knoxville folks too what's your favorite coffee shop in knoxville a lot of people are gonna say wild love and so i feel like i kind of sleep on wild love sometimes because of where it's located and i just don't pass it very often but you've got one of the best coffee shops in knoxville in the area too and one of the best bakeries <laughs> And, so good. and one of the best record stores. I mean, I could go digging through crates at uh, Raven Records for, for hours and, and not get bored and find a lot of cool things. I did want to talk about why not. 
uh, because I've been uh, recently spending a lot of time there because why not? Uh, it usually, I'm never really planning to go there. I think that's kind of the point of the name. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, sure. Why not? We'll, we'll head on over there. Um, but I've been going out. I've had dinner at Central Flats of Taps two times now, then have made my way over across the street to why not. And, um, you know, it's always been, Happy Holler has always been a, we talked about it being more of a locals place. Now I think it's always been a locals place, but now there are more locals who are catching on, I guess. And then maybe there's more locals that are in the neighborhood. Um, you know, as the population in Knoxville grows and people become more interested in living kind of close to downtown, but why not? It's just your local dive bar. I mean, dictionary definition, there should be an image of why not in Merriam Webster next to dive bar because it's, you know, $10 minimum. You walk in, uh, smoke inside karaoke every Friday and Saturday. It's all a bunch of, uh, I'm going to say, and age is a uh, relative, right? But a lot of people who are a good deal older than me. And, but then you have, you know, me walking in with my groups of friends and other young professional, uh, groups of friends that you can tell maybe work uh, nearby or live nearby coming in. And it's this interesting blend of people and everybody, um, at least when I've went and I've heard, depending on what night you go, could be vastly different experiences. But people sort of blending together in this unique space and the karaoke. It's not just Knoxbox. I think everybody thinks the, you know, you look up karaoke bar. Knoxbox is the only karaoke bar. But, uh, you know, why not has some has some pretty good karaoke on the weekends, every weekend. You're going to have to let me know next time you go because I still haven't gone yet. I need to. Oh, it's awesome, man. People are singing karaoke, dodging darts, being thrown at the wall, you know, playing pool. There's a skeleton on the side of the building at all Hell times yeah. of the year. So, um but yeah, it's it's and happy holler. You know, just like the people blend at why not? I think that's kind of the theme of happy holler. It's a lot of different types of things blending together, and that's what's made the neighborhood so cool. I think bistro by the tracks. Oh uh, yeah, going in and happy holler has added another dimension of fine dining if you want it. It seems like they're not going the bistro by the tracks concept is not staying in happy holler, but perhaps we'll see something else take its place. And I think you both have reported on that at various times. So what's the latest there? Yeah, when I when I talked to Burleson in April, he said that he plans to keep a restaurant in Central, just not under the Bistro name. Uh, and mentioned some possibilities of leaning in towards seafood, which I think could be really interesting because I don't think there's a seafood option over there outside of the Rivers Market. Yeah, the um, and I just remember too that there is an event center right next to Central Flats and Taps too. And there's that it's crazy to me that there's so much in a neighborhood like this. It's essentially just a couple blocks. That's one of the most unique things about it. I mean, per capita, the number of businesses that are right there compared to other similar neighborhoods is 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 crazy to me. And it's really cool to see. Uh, before we wrap up, I did want to talk about sort of what we all see as the next. Uh, evolution of Happy Holler, or maybe where we see Happy Holler in the next two to five years. I think you'll start to see the street fill in with new businesses a bit more, say between like Three Rivers Market and Wild Love Bakehouse. There are some dead spots in there where, you know, it's buildings that need to be renovated or older businesses that you might see change over um so just filling in to make it more of a cohesive street and then i think you'll see a lot more redevelopment turning perhaps homes into multifamily units and some of that quirkier uh, residential multifamily come in i think one of the good things that happy holler and and really all of central coming from downtown has in its favor is that there are lots of buildings 
there that are cool buildings. A lot of them are, um, you know, are, are just waiting to be renovated. There's not, there's not going to be a lot of new builds. I think you're going to see sort of happy holler is going to for in some ways look the same. I feel like the buildings are just going to find new uses and be updated in new ways. And, um, I'll be interested to see if happy holler is stays its own thing or is if central and Broadway continues to grow, if it just becomes one giant neighborhood of North Knoxville or North downtown becomes, uh, you know, sort of the, the new word people uses to describe that entire area. Um, because there definitely, there's some blurred lines and it sort of blends together and, you know, it's hard sometimes to figure out where, uh, the line is drawn, although I think there is a sign that designates when you get into Happy Holler, you know, welcome to Happy Holler. I think it's like a brown street sign that hangs. So Yeah, it's right on that intersection yeah. where Central is. Central Cinema is. But maybe they'll move it back a few blocks once the neighborhood keeps growing. I don't know. I think also I can imagine more retail opportunities opening up, more specifically like local retail stores. If anyone's got an idea, like I can easily see it fitting right there. Kind of imagining like old city having like various little stores that are all throughout there and uh, a lot of them are makers stores yeah, too, makers right? stores yeah. so i could see that popping up like different little concepts popping up throughout that wild love to three rivers market area i could see that for two reasons one it's, it'd be cheaper than doing it downtown and two it's kind of already proven that you can have um retail in that area but it's all been antique shops to this point but it's proven that you can have like you know people are are already bouncing around from business to business on if you go down there on a saturday or sunday people are bouncing around from antique shop to antique shop uh if it gets updated with new businesses perhaps people would do the same well that's happy holler in a nutshell um but you know this is we could probably have this conversation again next year and the conversation would probably be entirely different because it does seem that this neighborhood is going to continue to grow and i'm curious what your thoughts have been on the growth if you've actually experienced it if you've tried any of these new places uh if you'd like to reach out to me you can do so on instagram at knock scruff or shoot me an email at ryan.wilusz at knoxnews.com and while you're still listening, head on over to that podcast description so you can sign up for the Urban Knoxville newsletter and the Urban Knoxville Facebook group. Both are free, uh, and it's just a good way to keep up with what's happening in and around downtown beyond the scruffy stuff. And if that's what you're trying to do, trying to keep up with even more news, you can head on over to knoxnews.com where you can find all the downtown news, Knoxville news, East Tennessee news, photos, videos, podcasts, everything you could want. Visit knoxnews.com slash subscribe to take advantage of our latest offers and support local journalism today. Also, would appreciate a review. Five-star one, if you would. Tell us what you like about the show, what you would love to hear us talk about next. Keenan, people want to keep up with your work. What's the best way to do that? You can follow me on Twitter at SpecialK2Real. And before you sign off, go ahead and hit that like or subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on to make sure you get a notification every time a new episode drops or just come back here on Tuesdays. We'll talk to you soon. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.